Louis Erickson has agreed to a six-year deal with Vancouver Canucks. Yo, what up, sports fans? It is I Hate This Team. My name is Aaron Warner, and with me, my co-host, Stefan Heck. Uh, how about this one? Uh, Dallas Stars... <laughs> fuck, I fucked it up. Oh, no. Dallas we Stars... Can start again. No, 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 no. We're good. I'm going to power through. Dallas Stars, more like dog-ass shits. They... I hate them so much, man. How? I, Why can I they just... not beat the Canucks? What the fuck? It, it reminds me of... um. That one year where the Canucks lost, when St. Louis came dead last, and I think it was the year that they they picked Eric Johnson first overall, um, but the Canucks lost like every game to them, even though the Canucks were like a pretty good team that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, so it just it feels it really just feels like the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, I just I can't believe that. Like, not only are the Canucks beating them, it'd be one thing if like Demko was standing on his head goalie. They've just outplayed them every time as well. It's yeah. like shocking to me that they're jostling for first in the central. I mean, the real, those are the only stars games I think I've watched this year is them playing Vancouver. So, and it is games like that where, and look, there's been a lot of copium on this show as of late. Yeah. And well, what else here, are we going to do? I know. And here's <laughs> some more. It is games like that against Dallas where you're like, Oh, well, if they play like that for the whole year, they're probably a wild card team, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Again, it totally remains to be seen. I, I think Rick Tockett has done a good job. Obviously, the team has more structure. It's they just, look way it, better off the rush. That's I think oh, the biggest thing is like they're both offensively and, and defensively, yeah. they're just a better rush team now. So yeah, structure, no, whatever you want to call it. Like I think that is a a definite improvement. Um, yeah, I think also like it. <sighs> I don't know. It's it, it. The thing that's kind of funny to me, and I, we've touched on this uh, on previous episodes, I believe, but it is funny that like we've sort of become the wait and see group in a way, where with with like the Benning supporters, that was all like, let's wait and see. You know, this movie yeah. looks really bad, but let's let's wait and see. And now we're kind of in a different situation where I think it's kind of okay to say let's wait and see because what we're really sh- saying is like okay put your money where your mouth is you know like see if you can play this well in yeah, September in October it. in November you know like um well, not September preseason like, doesn't matter but um well or, I just, or does it because well, they had a really bad preseason and then that's a, true that a bad, is true uh, season season too but I don't yeah. know they they just had like next season they have to start out well because they just can't be behind the eight oh, ball yeah. to, to get going. Right. Like, cause how many seasons would that be in a row where they have just like, sucked ass in October? Right. And yeah, it just, yeah. And it just takes you out of it as a fan too. Right. Like if they had started out well this year, it's like, yeah, I'd, I'd like them to tank for Bedard, but like, okay, they're good this year. You know It would have I mean? been a like, conversation. I, We'd be like hoping that they make the playoffs. It would be a much more, interesting season i remember like a a month ago i I said that like on game days 
I get excited for the game to see what's going to happen next, and the actual game's on, and it's just like pretty bad, and I'm bummed out. Yeah. Now, I'm not excited on game days. I'm like, no oh, hell, it's uh, which I don't know. I don't want to complain too much, but we're recording this during the second intermission of the oh. game against Chicago. What what a dog Whoa. shit game this has been. Now look, when this episode comes out, the game will be over, and. I don't know. Maybe it'll turn into a barn burner in the third period. But my prediction, let's get our predictions out there now. Because we're recording, like you said, uh, second intermission. The Canucks are down one nothing to Chicago in Chicago. Uh, both teams have looked pretty bad. Although the Canucks have had moments where they've like controlled. Yeah, the well, they're just but- saying like high danger chances in the game are four to two. Oh my god! Yeah, which I think. What? Well, Garrett <laughs> said it was three to two. And then he thought that... Uh, this chance that JT had was a, a high danger chance because yeah. I, I don't think that goal that G Giuseppe scored would be considered a high danger chance. Um, yeah, I just okay. No, it's, it, it was it's it's five to two for the Canucks. Five to two in okay. high danger and, chance, and it is one nothing Chicago, right? I have that right, or did no, I it's one one. It is one one. Oh shit! Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, G Giuseppe I, I tried have... passing it, and it bounced off a stick with like. 16 seconds left and they tied it going into the, okay. the intermission. I had the game on in the background while I was doing some work. So I, I just saw one, nothing for most oh, of the yeah. time. There. But, um, um, okay. Well, the Canucks, I think my prediction is they win two, one in a shootout. I mean, that just seems like the most Canucks thing. That, nah, it's going to uh, be three, one. And one of the goals is going to be empty net for Vancouver. I'd like to see McDonough score. I thought he, I mean, he's, he hasn't played that much, but he's looked okay. Yeah, he's he kind fine. of, he hit like the side of the net slash post kind of throwing it in front at one point. He started the game out with Patterson and Miller, which was kind of cool. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't well, know. He he's, looks, he's played seven minutes of five on yeah. five, which, yeah. he, he you looked, know, is, he fine. He, okay, oh, he's they're the showing old, time they're showing the old team, photos but... of, uh, John Garrett right now. Oh, uh, hell yeah. yeah. No, I know they're doing next like to, next to Cheech. It's yeah. not, it's not an expose, but they're, uh, I think Murph's sitting down with them and they're going to be t- telling stories that you might not have heard before, uh, which might actually Ugh. be worth me going back and watching. But. I know. I, well, if it's anything good, it'll get posted on Twitter, but I, man, I'm going to miss Garrett. He's just, he just yeah. is so cool. He's the best. Um, I guess the Canucks did make a signing today. Oh yes. Max Sasson. Yes. Um, Will's, uh, <laughs> yeah, younger that's brother. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think the EP ringside guys uh, seem to think it's not a bad signing. He's like yeah. a center who tops out as like a third, fourth line center. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, with I, the college free agent signings, it's just always like, it's a free lottery ticket, you know? Yeah, like, you're exactly. not going to get anything too crazy necessarily. Like Tanev is kind of like absolute best case scenario, which obviously would be incredible if you get like a Chris Tanev level yeah, player. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. Um, but yeah. No, like, yeah, I'm, I'm just glad to see them getting more tickets into the raffle like yeah apparently his main thing is that he's very good defensively but he lacks maybe the offense to put it together at an yeah. nhl level according to yeah i read the ep ringside ncaa thing and yeah sure go down play in yeah. uh playing damned abbotsford Finish yeah, because it's also like, it's like a tryout. It's an amateur tryout the the first year, and then it's the two year ELC. After, yeah, so that's which is kind of just cool. how they do it to get him into the AHL or whatever. And he played USHL with McDonough as well, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, he played it with right. somebody. Um, um, 
So that's and then cool. the other guy is uh, was it Akita Hirose? Yes, they're talking about. It seems like the the Canucks are probably going to sign him. I mean, it could happen during this episode, but Dollywall and Friedman both said all signs are pointing towards the Canucks, which is, I think that's fine. I mean, let's yeah, get, if, let's get if a Dolly, defenseman if, in here. You if, know, I'm happy that one of the people that they're getting is a defenseman. And really, if Rick says it, it's yeah. I mean, I behave, I behave it, I believe it. <laughs> yeah, like he seems to be very dialed in with agents and what's going to happen here. Yeah, so absolutely. And I think his his brother plays for Detroit. I think Taro mm. uh, Hirose. I, he's played a few games, but like, I mean, if if you get a few NHL games out of a signing like this, that's fine. That's a win, you know. Yeah, it's kind um, of a bummer that they're apparently not in on Malinsky or Livingstone. You seem to yeah. be like the, the big two defensive prospects, but yeah. Hey, Although what sometimes are you the, do? the big guys aren't the guys worth signing, you know. So true. It it, it just it's a total crapshoot. So at least they're signing some people, and um, we'll see how it goes. And again, I mean, I'm I'm very excited. It is nice to know that like the AHL playoffs are going to be a lot of fun this year. I think. Yeah, um, I think, and that's something that we can talk about as well during the regular playoffs. Yeah, like I can watch them, and <laughs> yeah, with my AHL TV subscription. Though I actually yeah. don't know if my subscription covers the playoffs or if I'll have to spend like more money on that. Oh, that would be insane which would be a, if that was the case. I feel like sometimes they have off. the AHL playoffs on like regular TV, don't they? Oh, maybe that would make sense actually if they're like broadcasted on like Sportsnet One or something. Okay, so the AHL TV subscription I just I just checked. Uh, it's how much did you pay for it? Was it fifty bucks? I paid. I got the one team one. I think it was like thirty nine or something. Okay, I don't know if I. So there's one where it's AHL TV forty nine ninety nine for regular season and playoffs. Um, mm. and I think that's for a single. Uh oh no, that is just regular season. So, okay. Yeah, uh, there's like an all access uh, package thing. I don't know. Well, I'm sure there'll be like illegal streams of it up. Too, yeah, so. I'll, I'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a write off if nothing else. If I do have to purchase it again. Uh, yeah. So before you're saying like we're kind of wait and see, mm-hmm. which yeah, I guess. But like they also can't just wait, and I think that's probably the most interesting thing for me going into the off season is. I keep banging this drum of like they can't just stand pat because they don't have an NHL roster and some things have to move. So on Friday, uh, Frank Saravelli was on Canuck Central and he brought up like apropos to nothing. He just started yeah. talking about JT Miller. Like I, I saw the, the clip on Twitter or whatever and I wanted to like listen to the whole episode to get it in context just to make sure he wasn't radioed. And yeah. he was actually asked like, what do you think's a bigger target for the Canucks this offseason, a third line center or another top four D man. And he's yeah. like, I think their preference is to get rid of JT Miller. Man, <laughs> he's, he's really like banging that drum. Like he's uh, like, yeah, no, I, he was like, we or not. We, I think that they're more interested in like more top end talent. And that's what they need is like another top end center. And I think their preference is to move JT Miller. And that's weird that he'd bring it up out of nowhere. It's not like he's trying to drum up clicks or, you know, the hosts are saying, Hey, what about JT Miller? Just to like drive engagement. Like I'm doing yeah. right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I just, I wonder what that, that looks like. Right. Because their stated goal is to make the playoffs. Well, like mm-hmm. when their arms twisted, that's what they say. The stated goal is like after the heroic trade, that's what it implies. But if that's the case, like, you would think that they just need Miller playing like he's played under Talkett at a 
playing at a hundred point pace again or whatever at center. Yeah. So do they have a really unrealistic expectation of what they can get in return? Because I doubt that because they were clearly shopping him before the deadline with the potentially uh, yeah. out for the season injury that only lasted a game and his agent and the team <laughs> said different things. And yeah. every reputable insider said that there was something going potentially On going down. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder like the, they need to build cap space. Right. So maybe that's part of the idea is you trade him, get assets, use those assets to get cheaper at center. And yeah, I remember there was like, rumblings about 19 year old sam bennett maybe somebody like that or like a center version of beauvillier like some sort of like someone that could slot in but they would also need to be a driver right like because jt miller's clearly the the driver behind that line it's not best it's not g giuseppe yeah, right i just th- like there's so much conflicting information it's like i mean this is kind of the same thing for probably every NHL team and every sports team really, but there's just like so much conflicting information floating around at any given moment. And like, I, I do tend to believe Saravelli in this case, because like, I don't know why they would stop shopping JT Miller if they were very close to trading him at the deadline. Exactly. And, right. So I think that is still the case. I think you're right about clearing up cap space. I mean, you know, Satchaw keeps bringing up Sebastian Ajo. Maybe there's something there, right? Like, um, I I don't know what it. it you know, obviously it's not going to be like Miller's trade for Ajo. I would, I would, that would bust be until incredible. nothing but a ghost and some dust comes out, man. But I really, I really <laughs> do think their first round pick is like a hundred percent on the table, especially given that it's going to be like you know eighth to twelfth at this point. So, um, yeah, I man, mean, wouldn't I, that I'm, be something you? <laughs> You you clear you get yourself out from underneath the JT Miller contract and you say pick up another first and they trade like two firsts for Aho who's pending UFA man that would be wild it'd be crazy that but also that's like, like, like too crazy for an NHL trade the NHL is too boring for that to happen it, it is but then like the Kachuk trade happened last year I don't know I mean crazy trades have happened for sure and just the fact that they're shopping JT Miller is a good sign but like I I, I just I just think like I don't know I'm I'm I don't want them to trade their first round pick, but given the path they're going down and like what the plan seems to be at this point, fuck it. You might as well, right? Yeah. What's it gonna it's not gonna oh. get you anything at this point. Besser right? I thought scored there. Sorry. Uh no, yeah, you're right. Like Yeah. Um yeah, especially if it's like ninth or whatever. Like, I'm sure it's going to be a good player available there. But I, I mean, if I you're know trading stupid, picks for Heronic, then yeah. And I know you're still just like, you know, you're 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 fucking yourself over in the future, obviously. But it's like at this point, like, yeah, you might as well. Like, I and I, I, I this is a combination of just like me coping and just me like giving up. I think. Yeah. And giving up on them ever doing like a proper rebuild. That's not happening, obviously. Mm-hmm. Pedersen and Hughes, I think, are even better than we thought they could be. So that's like a big part of it. Yeah. Um, Hughes broke his own record this yeah, game this, for the, total points in a season for a defenseman. I mean, and that's so. something I was thinking about as well. Like, so the Kuzmenko resigning, right? Yeah. Probably would have been better asset management to trade him for a high return get another draft pick like in a perfect world. But sure. like if you're a part of this organization, I like absolutely understand why 
you would want to keep him around a little bit more with how marketable he is, how he can like make stuff happen on the ice so far this year. Oh my God, I thought Chicago scored there. Um, this makes for great podcasting. Uh, <laughs> but like, I, I get when like you're actually in the weeds and it's you're dealing with people as well and like how that would be demoralizing to the other people on the team that are like competitive and trying to win and want to win as soon as possible. So while like I think that that argument is kind of stupid, I also understand it. I think it's more it's it's not just black and white, right? Yeah. So I I mean, look, I'm this is not again, this is like 100% just like Copium, obviously. Oh my yeah. god, how did how did they not score there? That's fucking crazy. I think I just saw the same highlight as okay, you. Okay, so I'm a little bit ahead. Uh, you, you're either a little. I think you might be a little ahead, but yeah, that was okay. That's insane. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think so much of Canucks fandom at this point has to just be Copium because what other choice do you have, really? Like we've obviously been banging the drum for the rebuild for so long, for you know Aquilini selling the team, blah blah blah. None of that shit's ever going to happen. So at this point, all you can really do, and I think it's just like nihilism, I guess, really. <laughs> and like, what yeah. choice do we have, right? Is just like sit back and like whatever they do, they're going to do. And I'm, I'll be mad at it probably, but like, I don't know. Maybe part it's it more is, stoicism. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, part of it, I think, is just like I know, like, look, I, I know. Deep down, not even deep down, I fucking know that their strategy probably isn't going to work, right? Yeah. Um, but if I'm coping with it, this management team is clearly better than Jim Benning. Confident so Jim Benning, man. If if a management team was able to pull it off, this this management group is likelier to do so than Jim Benning. I'm not saying they're going to do it, but they're it's yeah, likelier that they'll do it, right? And Pedersen and Hughes are so fucking good. Like Hughes should be in the Norris conversation. Pedersen mm-hmm. is incredible. Demko is playing out of his mind since he came back. Right. So you do have the three most important parts uh, that a team needs. Right. And like, yeah. that's hard to do. So uh, the question sort of becomes like, like the issue is that they don't have, you know, like the whole idea of like, and what Jim Benning should have been doing for years and what these guys should have done early on is like, get a bunch of extra picks. So you have that like as extra currency. Yeah. Right? Like the, so the next hardest space, thing so you to can, do is, yeah. is acquire more elite talent to complement yes. the elite talent that you already have. And that's just what yes. I, I find. A Which hard is why someone like Ronick was happening. Pre- pretty pricey. Right. So yeah. Like, and I guess that's the other thing with the way that I've been coping with, well, maybe they can move off of JT and bring somebody else. Because, like, if they get the center version of Hronik, that's awesome. Like, Hronik's yeah. looked really good. It's been nice seeing, like, a- another, like, good defenseman yes. besides he, Quinn he Hughes. Looks, he looks, like, legit. Like Yeah, like... It's, he doesn't look, like, crazy good or anything, but it's just like, oh, this guy's, like, a competent NHL defenseman who's, like, yeah, pretty good, like, you know? Like, the, it's, it's you know so nice to perfect? see that. <laughs> Is if they move off of JT Miller and then they acquire JT Miller from like 2019 or whenever they made yeah, the JT was, Miller trade cheaper. originally, yeah. right? Like yeah. if they could find a similar situation to like that where there's a player that needs going to make five million or whatever that a yeah. good team can't afford that could step into that role now, like now would be, I guess, the time to do it because they've forced it to be that time to do it, right? Oh my God. How do they not? Wow. I'm sorry, it's really funny watching Delia play because he is always just like so far out of his net. 
Yeah. He scrambles so much. It's it's really fun to watch, even though I, it's I think like you're not like actually a couple good. seconds ahead of me. I was yeah. thinking like as this game started. Uh, you just saw you just yeah, saw the penalty yeah. probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um like how has Chicago beaten any team this year? And I they, I, are, I, they look so bad. I guess save, we're, okay, they're we're showing the save. That was it. a crazy save by Delia, actually. Um, his leg up in the air? That's nuts. What? Okay. Bastard. That's I, is that the save of the season for the Canucks? It might be. That was really Ooh, good. That was cute. <laughs> that was, that was for like sure. a Vasilevsky level save. That was yeah. that was really crazy. Um okay, we need Chicago to score on this power play here. Please. Um but yeah, I mean I, I totally agree. Like to, like try and find well, I guess the problem is that even JT Miller back then was still like the acquisition cost was still like a first, a first round, round pick. pick, right? So, so like, like yeah, it's like that's a why I think they're going to trade their first, first round rounder. pick. Yeah, like that's why I really think they're going to. And I think if they trade the first rounder and get a like a you know like you said a JT Miller level player from like four years ago or like a Ronick level player either on defense or as like a center or whatever, like yeah, I think this will be a playoff team next year. I think this will be a wild card team next year. Totally. I think on paper this was probably a. I mean. I think we, we said at the start of the year, this is like a 50-50 wildcard team, right? And then obviously Demko yeah. got hurt, and, and that's not what sewered the whole season. The team was playing like absolute dog shit, obviously. Yeah, really, really bad. Um, and, and I know this is just us. I know it's us just like t- talking ourselves into this and convincing ourselves and being like, look, we just got to make the best of this, right? And it's like, yeah, yeah that's you, you kind of have to at this point. That's all you can do. <laughs> but that being said, like I, they have the personnel to be a, a wildcard team here. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, yeah. Which is like, is that what you should be aiming for? No, no, of course not. But that's what they are aiming for. And that's what we just have to put up with at this point, as much as it sucks. So I'm just going to try. I'm not like, it's not me making the conscious decision to be like, I want to be a more positive fan. I guess that is kind of part of it, but it is just like, I'm so tired of like being mad at everything. And I, yeah, I know yeah. it's like the right thing to be, <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's still the correct thing to be, but it's like, man, I just, they said this last episode on the, on the bonus episode, but I just want to like watch some like playoff hockey with my dad, even if we know they're going to lose. Right. Like just yeah. give me that. That's all I want. I mean, point. and with the state that the West is in currently, like you don't necessarily sucks. know that they're going to lose. Right. Like yeah. but against the top teams in the West this year, they've looked fine. Yeah, the West is not good. The East is fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, th- like, I think if you look at, like, all the playoff teams, like, the four, the top four, like, favorites to win the Cup are all in the East, right? Like, they have to be, yeah. And then it's, like, what, like, Edmonton or Vegas? Probably, it's probably Colorado just because of, like, oh, I get what it. they yeah, did that's true. previously. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, but, yeah. So, yeah. speaking of next, like, the off season, you know, I'm using all of my talking points for the next couple of months right now. But, uh, <laughs> so, like, we were talking about on the bonus episode, by the way, patreon.com slash I hate this team. John Taffer cameo, we're ordering it after we record today. Yes, um, we have we have the wording down. The Discord has looked at it. Um, we've decided to, and this is sort of to cover our own asses as well, but to make it not not as specific as, like, we need to rebuild or you need to, like, sell all these players or whatever, because, it, like... Obviously, the worry is not the worry, but I think there's a good chance the team makes the playoffs next year, anyway. Yeah, so like, and then we then we'd make both we, us and John Taffer look stupid. We don't want to make John Taffer look stupid, so it's just straight up him telling Aquilini to sell the team. Yeah, um, and the only thing in the back of my mind, and I, I think I've said this already, but like 
There's like a non-zero chance he like knows Aquilini. Yeah, right? he's Be- restaurants and stuff. He's got restaurants uh, in you know he he lives in Vegas. I'm sure Aquilini's in Vegas all the time. And obviously Taffer is like pretty involved on on some level with the Golden Knights as well. So like. Mm-hmm. it's possible he's like run into him from time to time so it'll be interesting to see <laughs> if he'll actually do it <laughs> yeah but yeah just tell well, him to shut it down not, and we, sell the team i, think, I guess we get paid from uh patreon this or i guess we could find another person i think on, we would have to cameo. just find someone else to do it yeah and, we get like uh, joey's world you know tour let me yeah that was <laughs> let, <laughs> let me look on cameo right now who who would be good for that because like the good budget question. is what like 500 500 bucks yeah. right yeah um Hmm. Oh, you know who I just saw is on there. I wonder how much he is. But Brian Cox is on there. <laughs> that would be that would be something. How much is he though? He's probably like eight hundred dollars. Oh yeah. Okay. He's like a thousand dollars. I guess we could do two cameo payouts and get Brian Cox. We could but... get Tommy Two Tone. Who? Uh, okay. You know, eight six seven five three zero nine. That's only one hundred thirty eight bucks. Okay. We could get um, Juicy J or Project Pat. Okay. That could be fun as well. Oh no, never mind. Juicy J is twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel like, so it's so funny because like on Block Party, we did all these like cameo bonus episodes, right? Where we were right, for like yeah. the worst of cameo. And one of our listeners actually made us like a cameo search engine that like, yes, I think uh, yeah, essentially I went that. through the back end. Like it was because the website was just full of like security holes and flaws and stuff. And basically it, it allowed us to search based off like, not only like the, you know, the price of the cameo or who was doing it. But also like what the original instructions were, which are like supposed to be private, right? Oh my god! So yeah, that allowed that allowed us to like search as like a search term like feet and just find like some of the just the nastiest <laughs> shit. Um, but since then, like we haven't done a cameo bonus episode in like a year. I feel like because cameo is like better now. It's better but worse. You know what I mean? Like it's a slicker website. Yeah, yeah. I feel it's more yeah. professional. It's way more expensive, but it's not as like stupid and shitty as it used to be which sucks because it was great when it sucked you know did you ever um, did you ever buy one and they don't do it and then they do it for free because they missed it we had that happen with i think like a new metal guy who who missed it by a couple days and then just did it for free i forget yeah what it was, no but it was I, really I, good. I got one from uh from like a love after lockup uh, oh man yeah, I mean the Lady. reality TV ones are really good as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you know who we could get, and this is someone that I I talked about getting. This is obviously back when we had Jim Benning as GM. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brian Baumgartner, Kevin from The Office. Oh yeah, that looks like Jim Benning. That sounds and kind of looks like yeah, Jim Benning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe there's something there, and I I think he's maybe a little bit more affordable. Um, but yeah, there's there's a few options. But again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, right? we're gonna we're we get, gonna order that. Um, get Mark McGrath. Oh man, he does really good cameos. He actually. does, yeah. He really, really does some good cameos. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at like, oh man. I mean, there's so many. There's just a lot of people on here that. <laughs> God damn, we could also get like you could get like voice actors and stuff too. I mean, you know who'd be really funny? Hmm. He's twelve dollars, but the guy who's uh, real life Peter Griffin. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I've I've got one from uh from Peter Griffin before on yeah. FYM. Uh, on FYM, we paid him to say that. Uh, Roger, e- oh fuck! What was it? It was that Roger Ebert had to have his jaw removed because he got cancer from eating too much pussy. Oh my god! I can't believe he actually did. Jesus he, Christ! I know. And he he did it. And he did like, it. Okay. He stayed in character, but he almost broke halfway through. 
<laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so that's an option, and he's cheap as well. There's also, I think, like, the Halo announcers on there, and the uh, the lady who does, like, the... Uh, from, like, Hitman, who's like, Hello, 47. Your yeah. target is. So... I'm, I mean, there's lots of options. I'm but starting to get we'll pissed know. off when I'm seeing the prices. Like, you can get Andy Kindler for only 48 bucks, and we have yeah. John Taffer asking for 500. You it's better crazy. do it. Taffer better, and he better do like a long one as well. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Like Joey's World Tour. Who, if you're listening and you don't know, um, uh, that's good that you don't know. But also, I'm uh, sorry because I'm going to explain woo, woo, woo. who he is. Yeah, he's a fast food review guy. He's a complete slob. He's really nasty. Uh, he's like a big uh, Trump supporter guy and everything. And he's on Cameo for like 30 bucks, I think. We've ordered so many of his for Blocked Party and Go Off Kings. <laughs> but I will say, he gives it his all. Like his cameos are all like three to four minutes long, like minimum. That's and he will yeah, do, he will do one to two things that you didn't ask for at all. And you would never have thought to ask for. So... You know, I, that's sort of like if if you're getting those kind of YouTube personalities, sometimes you do get some like pretty crazy mm -hmm. ones. Um, but obviously, with with Taffer, like I I I think it's going to be like twenty seconds long. Yeah, I mean, I've it, watched some of his; they're all right. Yeah, it's not like it's not like Dog the Bounty Hunter level. You know what I mean? Like, there's somewhere <laughs> like Dog the Bounty Hunter has some really bad ones, and then the absolute worst ones. I think, for my money, let me check if he's even still on there. Um, Vince Neal. Yeah, I was gonna say Vince Neal, the one where he's like, uh, wishing the happy birthday. Yeah, to the, well, the family, just... and he's like clearly insanely drunk. Hey, Decker, this is Vince Neal. I want to say, uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian mom, Ethan and Blake. So, uh, keep on rocking, shout the devil, and uh, and do. Yeah, do some feel good stuff in four in big old big old four row, you man. All right, see you later. So let me just say this: I went to Vince Neil's page. Uh, the price is no longer on there because it says temporarily unavailable. Uh, so he's not doing cameos anymore. But I'm pretty sure his price it was like minimum five hundred dollars, I think. And if you look through his cameos that are on his page, the longest one that I can see is 24 seconds long. And he looks like, <laughs> I mean, he looks awful. He looks like if a glazed ham fell on the floor of a barbershop. Like, he looks so bad. And he can, like, barely talk as well. Because he's got, like, I mean, you know, he's been through a lot. He's partying yeah, pretty no, hard. He's, uh, but he's he'll, he'll his, always say his, his name is yeah, instead of Vince Neal, he'll say like it's Vince Neal. <laughs> and it's so funny every single time. But he just like I mean, his cameos were horrendous. Taffer, I think I, I I'm leaning towards he will do it. I, I think, think he'll do it. Yeah. I, I, he's a good sport. Anyway, What's the turnaround time for Taffer, oh, by the way. I didn't actually question. check. Because some of them are like pretty quick. I think it's usually the maximum amount of time is is like one week, right? Um, wow, the first cameo I saw, it's it's it, well, it's an introduction, but he is wearing a golden yeah. hat. So, Does so it... thirty four seconds, thirty seconds, thirty seven seconds. There's one. Un I mean, it's going to be like thirty seconds long, I think. But yeah. you know what? That's all we need from Taffer. Right? He's going to cut right to the chase. Get to the point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got on this. From uh, my question was going to be Besser or Garland in the off season, but yeah, uh... <laughs> I'm not sure either. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, wait. The Canucks. Oh, I haven't even watched yeah, any I haven't games. Yeah, I haven't watched either. Fuck. 
Uh, yeah, I was too I busy wonder... looking at Cameo. Looks like Pedersen okay, scored. Okay, well, that's cool, I guess, at least. Yeah, fuck it, if someone's got a score right. like And Pod Colson isn't playing today. Oh, big hit by Joshua. Joshua's so cool, man. I really do like Joshua a lot. I, I, yeah, I really like we like said Joshua. on the bonus episode, but I want him to get opportunity. Oh, that was sick. That was cool. Man, he is he is really cool. I want to see this goal here. But Nice uh, setup by Bear. Man. I don't know what the hell the Blackhawks were doing there, but... Man, Joshua is Joshua is a really good example of like a pro scouting win and how much better yeah. pro scouting has gotten because that just feels like the type of player they would never target um under Jim Banning, right? Uh, it was always like, uh, well, he's he's pretty cheap and he played in the AHL for most of last year. Like, shouldn't we get a guy who like just won a cup and is asking for three million dollars to be our fourth <laughs> line center? Man, yeah. that cheap like that's something I think we should do at some point is like the the top five or top 10 worst contracts handed out by Jim Benning. Because, oh, that'd like, be like a good off season exercise, like yeah, leading up to July 1st or something. I, I think we should do that for, for the off season is like, we can, we can do sort of like, you know, top 10 or bottom 10, uh, Jim Benning things. Um, but like the Beagle contract, I mean, I think Erickson is probably number one, right? Yeah. Um, I guess we can kind of do, we can do a little sneak preview right now. Yeah. But I think Erickson is probably number one, right? Um, just given how bad and because it also, I mean, I guess the Jay Beagle one led to the OEL thing too, but yeah, um, like does does OEL count? Because I think that's one with a bullet. But if it's just signings, well, then no, because they didn't sign him, right? So yeah. th- this is just straight up just signings. So like or like re-signings, right? So I think like the Spiza re-signing is on there. I think the Good Branson re-signing is on mm-hmm. there, right? Like there's so many of these unforced errors, and like I just feel like. I mean, look, say what you will about this management group and what whatever their plan is, but like, how can you not have more confidence in this group than in Jim Benning? Right. Oh, like, yeah, no, and I like, know it's a, I clearly. know it's a low bar and I know as fans, we deserve better. Right. But like, this is still better. I, again, I know it's, I know it's a super low bar and I know this is, I know we're coping. I, that's all we can do right now. <laughs> We've had a couple of people in the discord were like, well, you guys are coping pretty hard on this episode. And it's like, yeah, you haven't heard yeah. this one yet. You know, that, exactly. was, that was the bonus episode. We've been, we've been cooking. <laughs> oh I'm, man. We could get, I, I've been looking at, uh, just like hockey personalities on cameo that we could maybe get. Yeah. It should be kind of funny to get like Jeremy Swayman to say it. Sean okay. Avery. Yeah. Oh, bucks. Sean Avery would do a good job with that, I think. <laughs> Man, Brad Marchand. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, oh wow. So they okay, I just saw the Pedersen goal. That was really nice. Yeah, so they, it was there dope, was the eh? Joshua hit and then the bear okay. pass. That's that's sick. That is so, Joshua is so cool. And the bear pass was really Oh wow. Yeah, great. Great goal. Wow, that is sick. Okay. All right. Fuck. I mean, look, I want them to lose. They're never going to lose again. They're never going to yeah. lose again. It's not going to happen. Oh, Pedersen just scored again. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. I was still looking at cameos. <laughs> oh, Pe- Pedersen scored the uh, the type of goal that I score uh, when you when you steal a goal in Rocket League. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on a second. I think Kiki's up on the counter. Just a sec. I'll be right back. Okay. You can you can vamp for a second. I can vamp. Yeah, you can vamp. What's that? Know. What's that mean? Uh, you know, just kind of talk about whatever. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. just like kind of freestyle okay. it. Yeah, I'll be back in like 10 seconds. <laughs> okay. Cool.
All right, and we're back. Did the Canucks score again while I was gone? Uh, I don't know. I was writing down a note for Dan to edit stuff out. Shout out producer okay. Dan. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do you have the timestamp? Yeah, can, uh, yeah, yeah. I have a, okay, a rough perfect. one. So, okay. right. Speaking of Joshua, yes. I want to talk about Niels Omen a little bit. So I saw Jeff yeah. Patterson tweeting about this uh, yesterday. He's been on a 32-point pace in the, uh, I think it's 22 games since he's been called up. That's like really impressive. That's an, And again, that's another pro scouting find, right? Like, yeah. And like, I, I mean, I've heard people, liked I've, him, I've, I've like. liked him. And I think yeah. it's just from like the AHL games that I've watched him in. He was quite good. Yeah. And yeah. he, and he gave me a fist bump at the Canucks game I went to. Yeah. But, uh, like in the AHL, I've seen some like real nice scoring touches from him. And, there's been some like good like again that uh the game against Dallas a shorthanded goal right he set that up uh Joshua's goal beautifully um so I am completely here for him being like the fourth line center walking yeah. into next year or being like his his job to lose type of thing you know yeah I think it is his job to lose he's he's been he's been quite good and um, then the other thing. So I, I wanted to bring that up, and then actually on that Saravelli Canuck Central episode, oh my they god, another up, insane save from Delia! I think <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> they brought up uh, Phil G. Giuseppe since he's been called up. This was, yeah. I guess, before he scored today, but he was on yeah. a twenty-one goal pace since he got called up. That's it's crazy, so, and even even like Dries, right? He's been scoring a, a decent at a decent clip as well. Like it's, I don't know. Like, oh come on, how's that? How do they not score there, dude? The Blackhawks. The, the, de- the depth here is just. Oh my god, um, yeah. I, I mean, I, it is so. It is again. We've said this so many times, but it's extremely funny that they're. Uh, oh my god, they almost scored again. So I know. I know this is great to listen to for everyone. Yeah. Um. It's it's just like very funny that like their AHL depth is so much better than like their. I guess it is their NHL depth now. You know what yeah. I mean? But like all those guys have just been like you know miles ahead of like a player like OEL, right? Um. And which is which is great. It's nice to have, and I think it does sort of speak to the development that's going on in the AHL this season too, which has been really good. It seems like so. I don't know. I mean, do you think we've seen I, our last game with OEL? I really, really hope so. Well, I think, I think so. people were saying he was maybe going to come back this season. Well, Talkin um, thought he wasn't coming back, and then he was asked later that day, and he's like, "I want to come back." Yeah. So it's like, do you believe? Yeah, that he I, can come I, back in time. I think I think they're just gonna buy him out. I mean, I, I think it's just like, look, I know you have to like bite the bullet and like eat shit for longer technically on the on the contract, but at the same time, and I I think most of I don't know if most of our listeners agree with me, but like if you're like paying him the full amount of his contract or not the full amount because Arizona's paying some, yeah. but like paying him like seven million whatever it is to like not play hockey or like drag his corpse around the ice. Like, wouldn't you rather pay $4 million for nothing? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like and I know save three and a half million are, dollars. Yeah. Both options are bad, but like <laughs> one of those does seem better to me, you know? Um, and I think just like the biggest thing is like almost like a psychological thing for like, not only the team, but like the fan base of being like, Hey, Jim Benning can't hurt you anymore. Yeah. Now, well, you know? I, think I mean, you another... are still getting hurt because of the cap head, but you know, Another interesting thing about Ronick, and we've been seeing it with the defensive pairings, is now they have too many right side defenders. So there's, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, I think Ronick started the game with Myers, and he was playing mm-hmm. lefty. But yeah. if you're Myers looking up now, 
Like you've got Bear and Hirona clearly ahead of you. Yeah. And I, I'm I think that's another move that they're gonna like be very motivated to make because you don't want a was it six million dollar third pairing defenseman, even though he's looked better in a way reduced role now that he doesn't have to play quite as much. He's he's been looking good in this game, right? Was now. he the I mean, first star in that damn San Jose Chicago. game? Yeah, he was, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I mean it's it's it 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 just continues to be very, very funny how much better like the AHL players are than like the big NHL acquisitions from yeah. the Benning era. Um and it, I don't know. Part of it is like, look, and we've said this so many times, like we would, we would like love to be wrong about the, the Hronik thing. Right. And yeah. We, not, we, just to be clear. And you can go back and listen. Or you can like look at our posts. We never said Hronik was like a bad player. Like we all agreed. He's a very good player, but it was once again, like a JT Miller type thing where it's like wrong, wrong place, wrong time. Right. Mm-hmm. And, or like right player, wrong time. And maybe that is the case here again, but like, Again, if they're playing like this next season, they you know they're on pay, they're going to be winning ten of twelve games, and I know it's been a soft schedule as well. We, we do have to couch this, but like, yeah, they look pretty good. I don't know. I mean, I think it's a wild card team next year. Like, uh, as much as I, it pains me to say it, it was unrealistic to ever expect a full on rebuild, a full on teardown rebuild. It's, like, it just with, with, when you have a Pedersen, when you have a Hughes, as much as we would have loved it, as much as we thought it was going to happen for a second there after the Horvat trade, and I think that's. The real problem, I guess, is that they the Horvat trade was like one direction where we're like, oh my god, they're finally rebuilding. Right? Yeah, they figured it and out. So if if they hadn't but, done that, it the Hronik trade wouldn't have felt quite in, as like in bad. hindsight though. The Beauvillier addition to that, and I guess we yeah, like have to wait and see what they do with that asset. Like, is that going to be something that's moved after propping up the value next to to Pedersen? But the fact that they didn't just get back money that ex- is expiring this offseason to have more cap flexibility, I, I, that should have tipped us as to what yeah. the hell was going on. And that's like yeah. another thing I'm very curious about next year, right, is Mikheyev's going to be back. So yeah. my suspicion would that be that they're going to try and reunite that line, yeah. Kuzmenko, Mikheyev, Pedersen. Uh, yeah. And then what happens with Bovillier? Because it's not like he's a driver on his own, right? No. And he, he's got, you know, one year left after this uh, this season. And, I mean, maybe that's someone you, you traded the deadline. But I, I, I just, you know. Or he could be how a, many times an have own we brought deadline up acquisition if oh, the Canucks yeah. are in a oh, yeah. bubble. Uh, I mean, how many times have we brought up their winger depth, though? Like, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's just like they have so many, like, middling like middle six wingers, I guess. Right. Um, so yeah, that's like so, another thing too. That's like, before we got into the, the cameo discourse, I, yeah. I don't think that they're, they're going to walk into next season with both Besser and Garland. No, one, at least one of those guys I think is gone. Yeah. I'm wondering who they would like to keep more. Like I, I was listening to uh, a recent Canucks conversation with former guest Faber and they were yep. kind of discussing this as well. We're like, Besser, they signed, right? Like, they gave him yeah. that contract. But he's making 1.67 more or whatever yeah. than, than Garland is. But Garland has a year more on his contract. Yeah. But that was a Benning signing. And yeah. then I think when you watch them play, like, Garland's been pretty good at generating in that third-line capacity. I think he's he's looked especially good with Joshua. That's like a pairing I, I like 
seeing together. Um, yeah. and I mean, I was, I was, uh, I was pumping up Oman earlier, but I, I don't think he's the best suited for that third line center role. So if they get someone like more competent in there, that was a yeah. bit more of an offensive driver. Uh, I think that could be a really interesting line. And I don't think if you take Garland and switch him into Besser's role, or sorry, I don't think if you take Besser and put him in that role where Garland is now, I don't think Besser's generating. I think he's way more of a, a complimentary piece. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm almost of the opinion that they should keep Garland instead of Besser if they're going to choose between the two. But I, I I wonder what the market is like out there as well. Like who will be seen as the the better asset, like if someone's gonna give up a second and third I think or it whatever. Might be Besser. I, I think it might be higher Besser. ceiling, right? Higher ceiling, less uh, term on the contract, and um, he seems like the type of player that GMs prefer to someone like Garland, who's like always kind of going to be undervalued because he's a smaller guy, right? Like he's yeah. like five eight, right? He's a small guy, so I think Besser probably has more value, which is not to say that he has like a lot of value, but I think he yeah. has some value but i agree that like at least one of those guys has to be they gone have this off to, right you have to absolutely so you buy out oel you trade myers you trade one or both of besser and garland i mean that's a lot of cap space cleared up but then mm-hmm. again the cap space goes away pretty quick when you're re-signing Pedersen. And, um and heronic you know, now right like and heronic they're gonna and have then probably bring in barbashev or gavrikov or whoever or both. So, yeah God. like the the team at Oh, I was almost an empty netter. Um, yeah, the team at one point is going to have to like stop spending their money without moving some out. <laughs> like, I think they're they're at that point now, right? So, yeah, you some, think so? Something's got to happen. I don't know. I feel right? like they'll just they'll just like keep spending their money. I think. God, they should put Patterson out on the ice. I do want to see a Patterson hat trick. At this yeah, point. that'd be sick. You might as well. The one thing I, I noticed, like watching the game earlier, is like. When Chicago scored, I was happy that the Canucks were losing, right? Yeah. But then I heard Chelsea dag, and I was like, oh, fuck these guys. We better beat them in their own barn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So at least there's that. Yeah. I. Oh, God. I mean, I really... Oh, wait. Did they... Oh, Chicago scored. Yes. Spoilers. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Come on. Come on now. Please. Oh, was it Reichel, too? My boy, Lucas Reichel. Man. I mean, if if... If Vancouver chokes us away, that would be that'd be very truly funny. fantastic. Um, because I I also want Chicago to get some points because I don't want Chicago. Like I know we're not getting Bedard at this point. I do not want Chicago to get Bedard. That is at the, all. oh the, great oh yeah. That is a yeah. disaster yeah. scenario right there. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's a really funny goal. Oh, poor poor Delia. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, Why is your game so much ahead of mine? Like you're watching on know. web as well, right? I'm watching on web on Sportsnet now. Yeah, yeah. me too. Um, well, okay, it's three two. Your prediction was three one, so you were, you were yeah. close. Well, I mean, um, it still could be overtime, like you predicted. Yeah, in that's fairness. True. Yeah, man, I I really really I really need Chicago to. Uh, you know what? I will even take Vancouver winning in overtime with Pedersen getting a hat trick. Okay, I just want Chicago yeah. to get a point here. That's what I want. At, at this point, I've given up on the fucking tank. It's not happening. I've given up, right? So at this point, just Chicago needs to start winning. I, I don't like because I think literally I looked at like if you look at the list of like teams that could get Bedard, like the really low down teams, like mm-hmm. the only one I don't want is Chicago. 
I don't really care about any of the other ones. Yeah. Montreal would be kind of annoying, I think, but like, or like St. Louis getting him would be kind of annoying as well. But like, oh, wait a second. Oh, okay. Well, best just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I refreshed and we're, uh, see that other team? God damn it. They Fuck. should trade Besser. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, uh, that's, there's his trade value. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Man, that was actually kind of a cool empty netter. He did yeah, fake it was. a little bit. But, oh, they're um, so happy, too. You know what? The Canucks winning games is like eating junk food. Mm-hmm. We're like, you, you kind of know at the end of the day, like, I, I'm, I'm going way over the calories I should be eating. This isn't yeah, healthy this is for, me. for me. But, yeah. like, you, can, you definitely enjoy it in the moment, or you can at least. And that's yeah. what a lot of these recent wins have been because a lot of the goals have been, like, really cool. Like it was really, I liked seeing that. Look, the shorthanded goal yesterday was awesome. Seeing Rathbone score was really cool. He fucking really hammered that one into the net. That was that was a nice goal. It it is like it is nice seeing the guys like smile and be yeah. happy because that, it's that's been a pretty a, rough year. I've liked uh, Rathbone's game so far today. Yeah, he's looked good. I mean, it's it's Chicago, so he is essentially yeah. playing another AHL team, but. Um, Oh, there's Pedersen. Oh, come on. Oh, man. I mean, I would love to see a Pedersen hat trick at this point. Um, oh, boy. I think this is the first episode we've recorded during uh, a game since the Boston game. Yeah. Like, yeah way back the, in the uh, second early time on we've the done season. it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> the tank the tank is fully, fully dead now. But it really, truly is. Okay, so I, I need to confirm this, but I'm pretty sure that they would have to pass Ottawa in order to have zero chance at Bedard. Yeah, so you have to, uh, if you're 11th, you can still win the lottery technically because you can move up 10 yes. spots. Yeah. So if you're below 11th, you can't win, you can't technically pick first overall. Like it's not possible. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, so, I, so they're, at a, like a they're at a 6% percent chance for, now. But, yeah. And that would take them to a 3% chance. Which 6% has happened. Like 6% has yeah. happened before. Crazier is, things have happened. Isn't that how but, New Jersey got Jack Hughes? That might have been the Heesher one. Or I think it? the Heesher okay. one, they they went up quite a bit, um, if I recall. But and because I think Philadelphia went up pretty far that year that year too, mm-hmm. um, and got Nolan Patrick, unfortunately. Yeah. That- um. Jesus Christ, man! I cannot believe how hot they are right now. Ten ten wins in twelve games. I mean, this is just. Oh, okay. You <laughs> motherfuckers better carry this over to the start of next year. I'm going to be really pissed off. Like if, if they are good next year somehow, then I will, I mean, I'll still be mad that they fucked up the Bedard tank, but if they're good next year, I'll look back at this and be like, okay, well at least this wasn't for nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? I get if that. They suck ass at the start of next year. We have every right to be so pissed off and we're going to be, <laughs> I just, that's a, and that's a promise, Mr. Aquilini, <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> I just I went to the tankathon just to yeah. check. I was running through it. I got I think the funniest possible outcome, which is uh, Washington and Ottawa both move up ten spots to draft one and two. And the okay, Canucks that would drop, be pretty funny. The Canucks drop two and draft eleven. I mean, Washington getting lucky would piss me off, but at the same time, Bedard playing with Ovechkin would be so sick. That would be so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I would I would enjoy that. Okay, so the Canucks. One four two Tuesday is the big game. That's the biggest game of the year right now. Oh, that's St. Louis, right? That's St. Louis. That's the one. That's um, huge. God, huge. they have to. They have to lose that game. They have got to lose that game. Fuck, they're not gonna lose. They're gonna fucking win. God damn it! Wait, did uh, did Tankathon refresh already? Yeah. Okay. So I now the Canucks it, it, are five percent odds. 
Oh, Jesus Christ, man. They have uh they've overtaken Detroit. That's unbelievable. Oh my god. Ah, okay. Well, I can't I can't dwell on this. I can't dwell on this. Let's just <laughs> Uh, let's 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 forget about it. Let's focus on that cameo. We're gonna be ordering that. Yeah, we're gonna order that cameo right after this. I we're, think that's we're the plan. gonna do it. Um, and hopefully we'll have that by the time we record the next bonus episode. Uh, we yeah. can debut it on the bonus episode. I think that would be fun. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, I, I don't if, know if, if we get it. Yeah, so. I might. Maybe, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to like hold on to it without posting it, man. I love posting oh, I know. cameos. I know. I guess yeah, I, yeah, you know probably more than me. You've you're more experienced in the cameo realm. But uh, well, I would say I would say at the very least we should post it in the Discord. Uh, first. Yes, yeah, yeah, that works. So so if if you are wanting to see the John Taffer cameo, assuming he does the cameo for us, but if you're wanting to see that cameo before anyone else, uh, join our Patreon, um, because that's how you'll see it. We'll post it in the Discord. So check it out, what dude. Are you, what are you I just right I now? just tapped over to Twitter. Yeah. And Taj just tweeted that the Canucks are now three I, points away from having a zero percent yep. chance at Bedard. Yeah, so, I mean, I think they essentially have a zero percent chance now, really. But um, five. Yeah. So I hate this team <laughs> on Patreon. Patreon.com slash I hate this team. Oh, I just realized that we spelled Louis Erickson's name wrong in oh. the uh, in the tears. <laughs> That's okay. Whatever. That's fine. He's not looking. Oh boy. Well, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Oh, God damn it, man. Peace. I... Bye. See ya. <laughs>
Will you burn your